You may have heard that most people who are black have O blood type. O is commonly needed for emergencies. But did you know one in three of us is a match for patients with sickle cell disease? Regardless of blood type, every day our blood saves lives and eases the pain of those living with sickle cell. Donate blood at Red Cross to help us save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. <laughs> I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. I can't wait to fuck again. <laughs> Dead ass. Hey, I'm Kadeen. And I'm DeVal. And we're the Ellises. You may know us from posting funny videos with our boys. And reading each other publicly as a form of therapy. Wait, I make you need therapy? Most days. Wow. <laughs> oh, and one more important thing to mention. We're married. Yes, sir, we mm-hmm. are. We created this podcast to open dialogue about some of life's most taboo topics. Things most folks don't want to talk about. Through the lens of a millennial married couple. Deadass is a term that we say every day. So when we say deadass, we're actually saying facts. 100. The truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. <laughs> we about to take Pillow Talk to a whole new level. Deadass starts right now. Story time. Story time. Story time. I'm nervous about what you're gonna tell. What, what, you, what you gonna tell when we talking about intimacy and whatnot? Why you? Why or you, lack thereof. Why are you? Why are you nervous? I don't know because you know you be having funny stories because funny shit be happening in this house, y'all. Nah, it's, to be to be to be honest, it's it's not even a funny story. Mm-hmm. It's just how you change, mm-hmm. right? How you change like immediately after the baby comes out mm-hmm. because while the baby was in there, you mm-hmm. ain't want no parts of me at all. Right. You still handled your business. You still right. make sure I was taken care of. Mm-hmm. But now, give you a quick story, how you almost made me crash. Right? <laughs> I got K a car. Well, I first of all, almost crashed your car. So I got K a car for a Oh, present. Lord. All you women saying, what'd you get K? What'd you get K? The reason why we didn't post a push present is because it's not in our spirit to be boastful. It was a gift from me to her, and she received it. She didn't want to post it. Also, people is carjacking and, and <laughs> killing people out here, and Thanks. you got to keep shit off the internet because I don't want people to know what type of car my wife drive because we're not trying to have those problems because I do buzz guns too. Just letting y'all know that. <laughs> Try to roll up on my baby. You're going to get some chitty chitty bang bang, all right? Brooklyn. But that's not even the story. The story is I'm driving the car coming back from the studio, right? And I see a DM, right? And I see the DM is from Kadeem. And I'll be sending you wild DMs. So <laughs> you I do be sending me wild DMs. <laughs> and the DM says, um, it was a, a guy, it was a guy with the eyes open like this. Mm-hmm. And he was looking down and it says, when she puts her hair in a ponytail and takes that sip of water. 
Oh yes, right? yes, yes. Uh-huh. And then and the caption said that Gawk Gawk nine thousand. <laughs> and then you said, well, in my you put in in my case is that sip of milk, right? <laughs> right. And I almost crashed <laughs> because I realized in that moment. Mm-hmm. That my baby is coming back. That's a fact. Because it is three weeks <laughs> postpartum, and now she's sending me it's the freaking nasty. Almost four. Almost four. We counting down. She on it, y'all. She on it. <laughs> it's almost four weeks postpartum, and that's when she get back on her freaky deaky shit. Right after the baby comes out, that's when she start looking at me differently. That's a fact. But um, I seen that, and I almost laughed so hard. <laughs> at the same time, speeding, I yeah. was doing like a buck. 30. Don't don't be on doing 400 that. 400 on my way don't home. Be, don't just... be on your phone while driving, bro. I know. Because you never know at any given moment when I'm going to send you. But the thing is, to be <laughs> honest, I, I do, the minute I see blink go up on my phone, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's an emergency or not. Mm-hmm. So I check it first. Yeah. Then when I see it's a DM, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then when I see that, I was like, let me get my ass home. And I made well, it home in like seven minutes after that. Well ponytail baby we know what sling, time sling. it is exactly and my hair grew a little bit <laughs> you know so i gotta make sure i pull it back so there's nothing in the way because there's nothing worse when you're doing what you got to do and then you feel like the string of hair <laughs> just messes up the whole flow y'all it messes up the whole flow i'm ready to pull up on you uh, i'm ready to do what it do <laughs> uh, uh. baby what you want to do shoot your shot because i'm bulletproof <laughs> load it up i do 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 i don't even know if you load it do you have to load it anymore because you don't have much in there what you talking about? I stay loaded. That's how you keep getting pregnant. <laughs> Baby, what you want to do? I'm ready to pull up on you. I'm ready to do what it is. Oh, hey. Um, how it go again? <laughs> Lost my whole train of thought. See? Lost my whole train of thought. Show me your wild side, boy. Because I know my uh-huh. wild side is en route. She you, coming are back. you ready? She coming back, y'all. <laughs> but remember what Takia said. What's Takia? Takia had a discussion with us. What's Takia saying? Takia had a discussion with us. So let's go back to story time, right? Because this is all fun and games. Well, Takia had a discussion with us before she left here because she know how we stay. And Takia was like, Deval, let's have the conversation about your vasectomy. And she's like, Kazine, we're going to have the conversation about when six weeks comes around. What are you going to be doing to protect yourself from your husband? (laughs) Well, I'm going to need protection from you. What are you doing to protect yourself from your husband after six weeks, but prior to his vasectomy? So, but let's not dampen the mood talking about balls, balls snipping and whatnot. Um, We can dive into rekindling intimacy after a baby, because I think that is probably something a lot of people are looking forward to. Oh, that's the number one thing. All all of my homeboys who just had babies are asking me like, bro, when? When do things get? Back when is that going to happen? When do things go back to normal, right? Yeah. Um, and then is there really a state of normal after you have a baby? Like, how is intimacy affected? I think is a, also an issue or something to talk about because women not feeling like themselves anymore, or not looking like themselves anymore, or not recognizing their body. Does that affect how intimacy works? I got tricks for that. Um, you there's got tricks a, for there's that. There's a reason why your wild side is back. Why? It's my tricks. I'm gonna let y'all in on it since this is. Our last baby. All right, dive dive right in. I don't need, they don't have to be tricks no more because you ain't going to be pregnant coming back no more. So I can let you know what I did. Chill, baby. Let's, let's go to break. Let's go to break. All right. When we come back from break, <laughs> I'm going to let all my now homies in. Now I'm curious. In. I'm like, what's, what's going on? I'm going to let all my homies in on what I did to make her want to pull up on me. Pull up on me. Is it? Is, pull up on me. <laughs> is that why the beard is back? Pull up on me. <laughs> all right, let's go to break. Let's go to break and we'll come back. <laughs> 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, y'all, losing two loved ones in a matter of six months, it can be a lot. And a lot of times when you're dealing with grief, you have a lot to get off your chest with your family. That's absolutely right. You know, people carry around all different types of stresses, big and small. When you keep them bottled up, it can start to affect you negatively. And therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to kind of figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com deadass today to get 10% off your first visit. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash deadass. Hey, what's good, y'all? I think it's important for you to understand why black representation in media is important. It's important because the media represents how people view us. And it's important that they understand that black people are not a monolithic people. That is a fact. And the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, real talk. When did paying someone back become social media? What do you mean? Let's say I'm trying to lurk on you. You know, see what you're doing and who you're doing it with. I can stalk your pay app and find out what you're doing. Oh, yeah, that's kind of weird. You do that? Not anymore. (laughs) I use Apple Cash. It's built into your iPhone, easy and secure. You can send and receive money right in messages. So no public feeds. And the money is immediately available to use with Apple Pay. Babe, did you just send me a dollar on Apple Cash? I just said our cash isn't content. Shh. (laughs) Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this. Nier, yes, Nier, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes. No nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. So we're back. 
Now I want to know. Tell me, tell me the secret. What you been doing? You been plotting on me, Deval? First of all, Deval been plotting on me, y'all. I've been, I've been plotting. I've, I've, I've been plotting since the moment you said you was pregnant. I've been plotting on you. You were plotting on me for the get back. Once I said I was pregnant. Hell yeah, because it's a process. Okay, forward thinking. See, this is the this is the problem. This is the problem a lot of gentlemen fall into. Okay. <laughs> okay. They they wait until the moment the six week checkup comes uh-huh. to start the process. To get intimacy back. Mm-hmm. You don't start then. Mm-hmm. You know when you start? When? First trimester. Really? Yes. All right. Because it's all. back to that. Women are cerebral, right? Women are cerebral. Everything is about how she feels, how she feels about herself, how she feels about us, how she feels about where we are. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you got to put deposits in early on. Mm-hmm. So you think there's a reason why I've been getting the Gok Gok 9000 throughout the entire pregnancy. <laughs> It ain't even had nothing to do with you. You ain't even realize I was doing this to you and you were just doing it. Listen, you could call me the pregnant baby mama whisperer. Because <laughs> I know what I'm doing now. This is number four. I know what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Number one. Go ahead. Number one. Tell them. You have to make sure this woman feels safe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Number one. Accurate. Safe. Because safety allows you to do what? Open up. Right. Mm-hmm. If you feel safe, and now when I mean safe, I'm not just talking about protector with armed guards to keep her. No, I'm talking about a safe space for her to express how she feels, what she needs, what she wants. Mm. And I think I say for the last two pregnancies, I've created a space for you to, to that do that. You have right. That you have very because comfortable. What I've learned is that if you can express yourself, mm-hmm. it opens up a space for intimacy. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So now she's like, oh, I can say how I feel. If I doesn't get upset. He understands where I'm coming from because I truly do want to hear where you're coming from Mm -hmm. because the only way I can continue to maneuver is if I try to listen to what you're saying. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? And it'd be the active listening for me. Absolutely. Such a turn on. Absolutely. Now, I ain't going to lie. This shit is exhausting (laughs) because when you're pregnant, shit be changing from day to day, Mm -hmm. hour to hour, second to second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it's, it's exhausting. But if you want intimacy, at that point, when you can go back to doing what you do, you have to start from there. Yes. Okay? Okay. That's, that's number one. hmm Right? Before we go to number two, I want you to speak on how intimate, how you felt intimacy was mm-hmm. during the pregnancy. You know, it's funny. For me, it happened in waves because mm-hmm. every day was a different feeling or a different obstacle or just different portions of the pregnancy. So in mm-hmm. the very beginning, of course, being super sick, you don't really want anything to do with anybody. You're mm-hmm. sleeping all the time. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. almost being like, you almost look at your significant other like, you're the reason why I'm in this position Absolutely. right now. And I you're walking around that. here like completely normal. Nothing ever <laughs> changes for you. You start to have all sorts of issues of resentment. Um, but then you quickly remember like you both wanted this. So why are we mm-hmm. here complaining? This is mm-hmm. just par for the course, right? And then you have the moments where you do want to be affectionate and intimate. So for me, that's like second trimester. We can go back to being a little bit of ourselves because I'm past the sickness phase, but I'm not quite big enough where I feel like mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not attractive or I mm-hmm. don't feel like I want to do anything. Go ahead and um, say that one more time. You said what? You felt like you were not what? Attractive. Mm-hmm. That leads me to number two. Okay. Gotcha. And then there's a third trimester where it's just like, get this baby out of me. I'm big as a house. Like, I don't, this is exit only. This is an exit only area. Nothing should be mm-hmm. entering at any point, um, at least in my lady parts, mm-hmm. right? So that was my issue mm-hmm. during the entire pregnancy. Mm-hmm. However, I will say that you did always make me feel desired. Oh. 
Okay. You think that was by accident? This that is was very a, contrived it's now. It's not contrived. It's a very deliberate, uh-huh. deliberate idea mm-hmm. of making sure that my woman has what she needs to make it through trust me through this pregnancy it was appreciated because it definitely helped at least for my psyche for me emotionally to make me feel like okay well all is not lost right right and my husband still desires me and only me see so what happens is and people tend to make mistakes when they think like oh this for example you said this sounds contrived right Mm -hmm. it's not contrived i want you to feel desired Mm mm-hmm so that you can continue to desire me. Mm-hmm. So I have to help you feel desired. I can't sit back and hope that you feel desired. Okay. And so you're just being active. It's Actively. about being active. It's yeah. about being purposeful. Mm-hmm. And that's what people, especially men during pregnancy, don't realize. Mm-hmm. You have to be even more purposeful during pregnancy than you were during the dating process. Mm-hmm. You understand? So you know I say a woman is eating for two. Realistically, during this process, you're being purposeful for two. Mm-hmm. Because not only do I have to make you do it for yourself, but you're doing it while growing someone else. Right. So I'm also trying to be purposeful for you and my unborn child. Mm -hmm. Because I have to make sure both of you, when you come out, feel good. Mm -hmm. And the more more appreciated and the better you feel while going through this process, the more you can reciprocate it. That is spot on. But also, the better... The child will come out. Think about how peaceful Dakota has oh been. Oh my goodness, he's probably yeah, definitely. I'm, yeah, I can see the connection there. You see think about he came out super cool. He's been such a chill baby. Very, you're right. Yes, you're absolutely right about that. So that's the second part. Mm-hmm. We're talking about helping you feel desired. Right? Mm-hmm. How do I help you feel desired? I remember we did a video in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Where you were trying to get dressed up. I was, and yes. you put on the skirt. Yes, because I. Felt like I wanted to do my part mm-hmm. to make you feel appreciated mm-hmm. or make you feel like you weren't forgotten because this was mm-hmm. our anniversary yes. around that time. And I was about five months pregnant or Were six. Five months pregnant? Yeah, about that. March, April, May, June. July. Yeah, about, about, about five, five months pregnant. pregnant. And I was like, okay, this is our vacation, our anniversary. Mm-hmm. I don't want Devout to feel as if I forgot something that he loves, which is something you love, is when I put mm-hmm. on a little something, mm-hmm. drop it like it's hot, right? Mm-hmm. Great. So I was purposeful about making sure that I included, along mm-hmm. with my bikinis and tanning oil, mm-hmm. something that I think you would like. Yes. And for you, it was the effort yes. that I put in. It was the effort. That you appreciated. But also, uh, not only appreciating the moment, but verbally letting you know mm-hmm. that I appreciated the moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That's important. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, we as couples don't in the moment, let our significant other know verbally mm-hmm. how much we appreciate small little small things. things. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's important for a pregnant woman who is trying. Mm-hmm. Because if you're, and this is what I've noticed with people, right? If you see someone trying and you don't give them words of affirmation to keep trying, sometimes they fall off and they don't do it. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was to not only make you feel desirable, but to also let you know that I know that I see you trying. Mm-hmm. This way you can continue to try. That's how you keep intimacy at a height. Right. Just recognition. Mm-hmm. Baby, I recognize it. That don't take much. And it's an honest thing. Right. Because what I didn't do during your pregnancy was lie to you. Which, <laughs> no. bring me, which will bring me to my next point. Mm-hmm. But keep going. Talk about how you felt after... You know, the third trimester getting back and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah. I mean, well, so then at the third trimester, of course, but still knowing that, okay, in that moment, I was not able to, for example, have intercourse. That's something mm-hmm. that during the third trimester, because I was also nervous about having the baby yes, early and there were a lot of factors. So 
you didn't kick and scream about it. Mm-mm. But I also knew that you needed to be taken care of. So mm-hmm. there are other ways for me to take care of you, you know, mm-hmm. so that I prided myself on being the best <laughs> Gogok 9000 ever. <laughs> so that way you did not feel a deficit that you still you felt desired. Thing. Thank yeah. you. Appreciate you it. Thing. I might you have locked job by now, but, you know, hey, <laughs> comes with the territory. Um, but that's something that I then desire to do because you're right the the reciprocity in it and seeing that mm-hmm. he is doing this therefore i should do that and he's acknowledging that i'm doing this so it makes me want to do more of that mm-hmm. i feel like that's something we didn't even have pre-pregnancy no. because we had had some moments in our relationship yeah. that we've spoken about where you felt underappreciated or you didn't mm-hmm. feel desired or i felt like you know i was doing the most that i could do but mm-hmm. really i honestly wasn't doing the most that i could to make you feel desired so it's almost point. funny that in pregnancy, it was so heightened for us that I it was on the forefront of my mind to make sure that you were taken care of because you took care of me so much. And that brings me to the next point. <laughs> Being honest. <laughs> yeah. You have to be honest. Mm-hmm. And not, not honest to the point where you're being an asshole, but when there were moments, even small moments that weren't even big moments yet that I felt like, hey, I feel like you're forgetting about me. And we're not even talking about sex or intercourse. Mm-hmm. Remember when I used to be downstairs in the theater, mm-hmm. going through my scripts and doing all this other stuff and preparing the film? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, hey, babe, you know, you haven't even come down and checked on me in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That heightens intimacy. Yeah. Because it lets you know that I'm looking for you and I'm thinking about you, even when it has nothing to do with sex. Right. And that brought us a lot closer. Yeah. Because then what did you start to do? Just come downstairs. Come downstairs, yeah. Just come downstairs mm-hmm. and come downstairs leads to what? Leads to you hugging on me and me hugging on you mm-hmm. and you falling asleep, but you feeling like I'm there and I'm feeling like you're there. Mm-hmm. And even on days where there were no intercourse and there was no Gawk Gawk 9000, <laughs> we just enjoyed each other's presence. Right. And when you can truthfully enjoy the person that you're next to, mm-hmm. intimacy remains high. Right. Because I, I can just hold your hand. I can just rub your leg. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You can just lay on me and fall asleep and our heartbeats can be in rhythm mm-hmm. and we can fall asleep together and mm-hmm. wake up and feel good mm-hmm. because we're spending time together. Right. These are like deliberate things that men can do while dealing with a pregnant woman that sometimes can be difficult and I'm going to explain why it can be difficult. There were times where you didn't want to leave the room. Mm-hmm. Where you just, just because I was tired or that was right. my, my comfort space was mm-hmm. my bedroom. Yeah, our and bedroom. Your your comfort space was our bedroom, but that's not my comfort space to get work done. Right. Because if I go in there, I'm going to fall asleep. Right. So there were times where we spent hours on different ends of the house. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn, this was a big thing for me, that there is a time and a space for you to just be by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yes, I want intimacy all the time because my love language is physical touch. Mm-hmm. But I also had to realize that a pregnant woman sometimes just wants to be mm-hmm. left alone. Mm-hmm. And I realized, too, the times where I left you alone, even in the house, you missed me. I would be downstairs and I mm-hmm. would get a text. And all I get is, hey, where are you? Oh, yeah. I'd FaceTime you like, what are you doing? Yeah. I'd see you in the theater. and That's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Giving you time to miss me is very, very important, even when you're not pregnant. But more important when you are pregnant. Mm-hmm. Because then that gives you time to reminisce on the good times. Right. And then that also brings intimacy to a heightened level. Because when yeah. you miss people, distance makes the heart grow fonder. Right. Even in the same house. Yes. <laughs> yes. Even in the same house. Because you're right, Deval, 
is very much into physical touch and he wants me to like be near him, mm-hmm. which I appreciate. After 20 years, my husband still wants me to be around him and to mm-hmm. be near. And that's something that I sometimes take for granted because I'm like, okay, you know, I'm okay being in the room by myself in this moment or mm-hmm. he's all right downstairs studying. If he's studying, let me let him concentrate. And recently you had said to me like, yo, I just... Like, I need, I just want you to check on me. Just check yes. for me. Um, he's like the only one that checks for him in the house is Cairo. <laughs> he's, the o- he's the only one in this house that ever checks. Well, I won't say checks on me. Other people check on me when they want something. <laughs> you know? Like like with Jackson, it's daddy, are you taking me to practice? Yes. Or my mom is like, Devour, are you going to assemble whatever in the box? <laughs> yes. or... or your father wants to go to Home Depot. <laughs> right. Or Cavs want me to put together a toy. Right, right, right. Or you want me to buy something. No, but, I don't ask you to buy it no more. I just no, go buy it. So no, I don't be coming right. to you for that. I'd right, be like, Deval, right. I'm, I'm just putting you on notice that I purchased right. something. But um, but yeah, you, like after 20 years, I have to appreciate and love the fact that you'd still be checking for me mm. and you want me to check for you. So I learned that as well, too, in pregnancy. It's almost like we were put under like a like they say pregnancy puts the body under a mini stress test. Mm-hmm. I feel like it puts it the relationship under a mini stress test in a Absolutely. sense. So you can see where the red flags are or see the potential for things to go Absolutely. Um, wrong in the future or see the the room for improvement or see the room for effort. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's actually pretty dope because it worked for us in this circumstance. It definitely worked. And I think that it's important for men to know that it is your responsibility to control intimacy during pregnancy because mm-hmm. there's things in your child's mother's body that she can't control, like hormones and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So putting the onus on her to let you know when she wants to be intimate is, to me, it's a cop-out. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think it's your job. You don't have anything else to do during the pregnancy other than work and and do do everything outside of her body. Mm -hmm. But there's things she can't control. And if being with her and having parts of her body is something that you want, you have to control that aspect. So for me, a, a, a big thing I did was make sure that you not only felt good mm-hmm. during the entire pregnancy, but I stayed on you mm-hmm. about looking good for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, you, you know did. What I'm saying? You did. Um, we talked about working out and all that stuff and that's health stuff. We talked about that in a lot of podcasts, but I'm talking about making sure you continue to get dressed up and go out mm-hmm. because I think a lot of pregnant women fall into a rut where they don't feel comfortable in clothes because the clothes don't fit. So they just stay inside. Okay. And then once they stay inside, they don't put on makeup. And if they don't put on makeup, they don't get their hair done. And then they start to look at themselves in the mirror and they feel down. It's hard for someone to get intimate if they don't feel they look good. Mm-hmm. So what I used to do, and I never told you this, I would I would say to myself, at some point during the week, I'm going to find a reason for us to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We just now gonna, I'm thinking back. Like, we're huh. just going to go somewhere. <laughs> And remember, we used to we used to go think about when we went to I don't want to say our, our neighbors stuff like that, but we went to their birthday party. Yeah, we went to this person's event. We went to that person's event, and you used to be like, "Babe, I don't feel like it." And I'd be like, right. "No, get <laughs> yeah. dressed up. Yeah, we're gonna go shopping. Exactly. We're gonna get some clothes that fit because it's important for you to know that you you're always gonna look good, mm-hmm. even through pregnancy. Right. You know, pregnancy doesn't stop you from looking good. Do your makeup. Do your hair. Put these clothes on. We going out. And what I noticed in doing that is when you saw yourself looking good, you then wanted to be intimate mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. because you saw yourself looking good. That's true. A lot of it is is, is a lot of having to, how we scrutinize ourselves. Absolutely. So a lot, a lot of it has nothing to do with your spouse. So no. the guy, you know what I mean? That's my point. It's, it's way more about how we feel about ourselves and how we feel like we're presenting Thank to you. you. 
Thank you. Yeah. Because so. because a lot of women deal with the fact that I don't even look good. I don't even know if he's gonna wanna. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I right. see that. Which and even after after having the baby, a lot of women too are self conscious about how they look. You know, your breasts are sagging. They're leaking. Um, your skin's a little loose in your midsection. Your booty's a little droopy because you haven't been doing squats, which is my case right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there's so many things that you tend to just mm-hmm. pick apart because that, and then it makes the intimacy experience that much less because you're self-conscious for for you and for your spouse absolutely yeah, for your significant but other whose, so. but whose job should it be to make sure that a woman looks good and feels good about herself whose right no of course be? your significant other should be uplifting you because i'm the one that wants that right i want that part of you mm-hmm. so I, I think it's just an imperative that i be purposeful about making sure that when you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. that you like I'm a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, think about... Regardless of what phase I'm in. So check this out. And now, you probably don't even notice this. When you get up mm-hmm. to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. what do you hear from me? <laughs> baby, okay? No, no, no. Oh, man, I do want to say baby, okay, because I'd be concerned. Uh-huh. But don't I catcall you? <laughs> even when I was waddling out the bed and the baby was on my bladder, yes. You do. All the time. You do. Or it was cute because in a way, too, it wasn't necessarily an intimacy moment, but Deval, towards the very end, would feel me trying to get out of the bed and every single time. You're such a light sleeper, too. And I would get up to pee about 50, 11 times a night. And every single time, Deval would literally just, like, reach over and just push me out the bed. Yo, that's so And the, the best illustration I could give y'all is a turtle on their back. <laughs> Like on the shell, and they're like, ah, I can't, like, I can't move. And then Deval would just reach over with one hand and just flip me <laughs> out the bed, <laughs> and then proceed to cat call me as I waddle yeah. to the bathroom. So that is cute. Now I'm starting to think a little, little, little isms that you had throughout my pregnancy that I maybe didn't pick up on at the time, yes. but um, I was purposeful and deliberate. I love that you did that though, because yeah. I think that was one of the biggest differences with this pregnancy Absolutely. versus the other ones. And you were, you were like, we, we didn't have this. I think maybe the first pregnancy we didn't have any like sex deprivation moments. Right. I can tell. Cause that was in a fairly good mood. This, <laughs> this pregnancy I was aside from being like tired and exhausted I mean just because your schedule is crazy and Bro, stuff but you, you were in a de- pretty decent mood this pregnancy I you used say. to check yourself out in the mirror all the time and any moment I noticed that you would kind of look at yourself like eh, I tried to make sure that you focused on something positive so you could leave that moment and be like mm, you're good mm-hmm. and then making sure that at least every week or every other week that we went somewhere and you got dressed up those nights when you got dressed up and was feeling yourself, you definitely took care of me mm-hmm. because you was feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. And when you were feeling yourself, mm-hmm. that's when you was just like, I'm going to go do well, it. Well, yeah, it was me feeling me, but you feeling me too. Exactly. And then I felt you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But think about the opposite that that has happened, mm-hmm. right? There's been times in our marriage and during pregnancy where I didn't know how to de- deal with those moments. Mm-hmm. I, di- I didn't know what to say or what to do. Mm-hmm. And when you used to say to me, I don't feel like going nowhere, I'd be like, all right. Mm-hmm. You're not going nowhere because you're telling me you don't you don't want to go. Mm-hmm. So I started to realize in our marriage that you can't just always just listen to what your spouse is saying. You have to know what they need. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fuck what she's saying. I know what she needs. So I'm going to ignore everything she's saying and just give her what she needs to make herself feel better. Like for my birthday this year. Yes. So I was like, we're doing something for your birthday. I'm like, no, we're not. I want nothing more than for my birthday to be in bed with you and the boys all weekend. So I was like, no. Nope. 
Nope. No. Nope. Go get something to wear. We're going out. I'm like, and okay. You went, you went shopping. Mm-hmm. And then, then I'm getting all these texts and videos of you in all of these sexy outfits and shoes and you feeling yourself. That's how you increase intimacy. Mm-hmm. Because I know once you saw yourself like that, then mm-hmm. you realize like, yeah, that's the me that I remember. Right. You know, as opposed to sitting. Could you imagine? Waking up on your birthday and no one's done anything for you because you told people that you don't want nothing done from you, you right. feel like shit. You feel like shit. And the biggest thing about intimacy is knowing your partner. Right. And not just knowing your partner sexually, but actually knowing your partner. Right. I know you love birthdays. Right. And in the, in the moment when, you, when I asked you about having something, you might legitimately have felt like you didn't want to do anything yeah, for your I birthday. Yeah, I did. I but do. then your birthday came. Right. And I knew that if you woke up and you ain't have nothing planned for your birthday or nothing happened, you would be pissed. And then intimacy <laughs> would be here. <laughs> and then I'd be like, hey, uh, you know, uh, been a couple of days since you, uh, you know. And you like, I don't feel like doing nothing. My birthday came and nobody did nothing for me for my birthday. Now niggas want me to do the gawk gawk. <laughs> That's what you would have said. And then I'd have been like, but you said you ain't want to do nothing for your birthday. And you'd have been like, just because I said it don't mean that that's what I want. <laughs> All right, Javel. Am I lying, though? Fine. Am Fine. I lying? Touche, my nigga, touche. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to let dudes know, like, this is, this is how you do it. Like, you pay attention. You be deliberate. You be purposeful. Mm-hmm. And you be smart. You got to be two steps ahead of them. Because as much as they say, men are shallow, men are simple, women are too. That don't require much. You want to be taken care of. You want to be safe. You want to be admired. You want to be adored. You want to be appreciated. Mm-hmm. You want to be loved. Yeah, I think and any human does, right? Yeah. Right. And you want it consistently. I think the same could be said for men, too. That's what you want, right? You want to be adored. Go-go. <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying, of right. course. But, but what I'm saying is, it's like, the problem is people don't do it consistently enough to right. reap the benefits of it. Right. They'll but do we're it. quick to complain exactly. that it's not existing. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody will do it for a week expecting something in return. Mm-hmm. Not realize if you do it consistently over time, you don't have to worry about getting things in return because if you do it over time, that person will reciprocate it mm-hmm. the same amount mm-hmm. if you choose the right person. That's a fact. If you choose someone that's just a taker, they're going to take that shit and run with it. That's but true. But that's not what we're dealing with. That's why you and I always talk about being of service to each other. Mm-hmm. And. I feel like with rekindling intimacy, there shouldn't be anything to rekindle if you continue to be intimate through the entire pregnancy. Ah, the twist, the plot twist. We shouldn't be rekindling intimacy. We should be continuing intimacy. See what I'm saying? <laughs> you better change the title of the show. <laughs> Triple, did you hear that? Change the title of the show. <laughs> so tips for reconnecting after having a baby or trying to stay connected. I think stay we gave connected. the stay connected. I stay but if connected. you, lo- you I got did. the best Wi-Fi. That's a fact. Four bars, baby. Mad Eros all over the place. Eros everywhere. Bang. <laughs> D-Rose. D-Rose. Eros, D-Rose. Mm-hmm. But if you were, by chance, one of those couples <laughs> that needed to reconnect after a baby, here's a couple tips that we have here lined up. Um, don't become complacent. Work on it every day. You just talked about being consistent. Who made this list? <laughs> who Deval. made this list <laughs> who made unless you treat your relationship your marriage like it's a living thing which requires nurturing on a regular basis you won't have a marriage after the kids leave after the kids leave i need to write a book you should write a book because that's what this marriage I and family therapist uh michelle weiner davis said 
Um, number two, slow down and start over. The truth is things have changed. It's important to remember intimacy isn't just hot sex. It's steadfast loyalty. Said it. A commitment to getting through stressful times together. And most importantly, joy- enjoying the warm, cozy moments of home together. I.e. Oh, hanging with the Val in the gosh, theater. Boy. Are you a marriage and family therapist, Loki? No, I'm not. I've just been married a long ass time. <laughs> and I've done it wrong a long ass time. And I've so been like I right. the best Petri dish for you. <laughs> right? Yes, you okay, have been good. the best Petri dish. You're welcome. That peach. You're welcome. Peach is great. <laughs> You're welcome. My favorite dish. Mm, the peach is looking <laughs> peach. very kind of dried apricot right now but i'm gonna get back <laughs> i'm gonna get back to plump peach status okay again give me grace your peach always look good number four <laughs> create intentional space in your mind and in your bedroom so create a space in your mind where your identity is as a sensual erotic being right mm-hmm at the forefront and if it's possible to do so create a physical space that's just for you and your partner as well which i think we have our bedroom we have the theater which i think is where dakota was made um but the thing is <laughs> I, I think that that may work for some people not everybody because mm-hmm. you and i like the spontaneity true so we have we have a lot of our best sexual experiences when we're on vacation because it's different it's new mm-hmm. you know the excitement of doing something physical together often leads us to great sex. Oh, absolutely. Fly me out, babe. You know what I'm saying? Fly me out. Like, <laughs> so, after the new year, fly me out. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got you. I'm fly gonna, me out. I'm going to go leave and travel. This way I can fly her out there so we can go go crazy. Be, but I think, I think that creating a space in the home can get monotonous. True. And repetitive. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's just for me. Mm-hmm. So some things work for some people, some things don't. But However, we did say that in within our home, we have our spaces where we're comfortable so if I invite you into my comfortable space for a little canoodling, oh, yeah, 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 and then you invite me into your comfortable space for a little canoodling, you know what time it is. Exactly. It is. Yeah. There you go. Um, oh, wait. Number five, don't bank on spontaneity. So according to them, they're saying not to bank on sp- spontaneity. Think about this. Does it hurt more to carve out time for intimacy or to not have time for it? I guess it depends on the person's schedule. Some yes. people have to be mindful of it, which is how yes. I felt like I used to interact with you sometimes in our, at some points in our marriage where I would have to kind of carve out in my mind, like, oh, shoot, it's been two days. I can't let this day pass without making sure it gets done at some point today. But then Almost putting anxiety? it on my mental calendar. And it did. It didn't necessarily work for me because then right. it became a job. Um, so we've realized that spontaneity does work better mm-hmm. for us. Um, but we just have to be mindful of being connected because if mm-hmm. we're connected, then it won't feel like, the spontaneity is very sporadic. We don't want sporadic spontaneity either. We that's want true. consistent yes. spontaneity. Yes, that's right. True. All right. And lastly, practicing gratitude. A little appreciation goes a long way. Remember that even when things are hard to let your partner know that you see and you appreciate them and that all things work to maintain a healthy family. So, absolutely. yeah, Deval's always letting me know how appreciative he is of me and, and I, I um, everything he does. Or everything I do, and then I feel the same about you in terms of everything you do to create this space, especially now where we mm-hmm. are in our life, um, and not taking for granted the struggles and the the the, the process that we yeah. went through to get here. I think that's what makes it that much better for us now to experience. So, absolutely, practicing gratitude is a big one. I got one thing I want to say mm-hmm. before we go to break. Right, mm-hmm. I was talking to one of my single buddies. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to out him because. Uh, we have our private conversations. Mm-hmm. But he was talking to me about how much he goes through being single to try to have sex consistently. Right. Juggling juggling women, 
mm-hmm. trying to trying to catch and hold on to women, trying to catch them at the right time so we can get this one and get that one. And he's mm-hmm. talking about, bro, it's a lot, a lot of work, right? But then he mentioned something to me and just like, man, when you get married, like you shouldn't have to work that hard mm-hmm. to to have sex. Mm-hmm. And I said, bro, let's 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 think about this for a minute. Think about all the work you put in to have sex single. Mm. Why would you n- that not risky ass put, sex no, too? Why would you not want to put in work to have sex when you marry? Mm. Why is it automatically assumed that just because you marry, I don't got to put in no work to have sex? It should just mm. be automatic. Facts. But when you single, you willing to spend money, mm-hmm. spend time, mm-hmm. chase chicks, randoms, play phone games, right? do all of these things. It's right. like that doesn't change when you get married. The only thing that changes is that you're putting the same amount of energy mm-hmm. into one person. That's true. And pretty much guaranteeing results. Mm-hmm. Because you know if you put this work into this person, mm-hmm. it's going to be reciprocated. Because I said to him, I said, how many times have you put an energy into a chick and not got what you wanted out of it? That's he said, it happens true. a lot. That's why I be balancing and bouncing from chick to chick. And I right. was like, think about it. That should be exhausting or no? And I asked him, I said, bro, that shit don't get tiring. And he was just like, yeah, do get tired. But he said, I don't want to have to do that with my wife. I just want to be able to get it when I get it. And I said, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Women get used to you playing all these games to get it when you're single. Mm-hmm. And then when you get married, you're not you're not trying to play those same games. Or you're not trying to put that energy and attention into it. Right. Shit gets corny and monotonous for them too. Right. So my thing is, I love the chase. I, I loved, I've always loved the chase. Yes, right? that is true. So my thing is, I look at my wife as the chase. Right. Let me see what games and things I can do now to keep her on top of her game sexually. Mm-hmm. And you're like a Rubik's Cube. When the, the minute you think you've got it figured out and you turn that that box and, oh, shit, there's another different color. It's like, oh, something changed. Mm-hmm. Because women are constantly evolving the same way. Well, all people are constantly evolving. So you can't get into a routine and expect it to always be the same like this. You should be always trying to figure out your wife when it comes to Well, intimacy. that's how I be throwing you loops and whatnot to keep it spicy. <laughs> that's why you be I'm a whole ass Rubik's Cube. That's what I am. That you are a complicated ass. Right. Simple. But Rubik's you know what cube. you are? A fucking genius. You know DeVal can oh. solve a Rubik's Cube, y'all? I can. You can. You actually I haven't can. done it in a while, though. Yeah. We'll do it for y'all one day. Not to I put will. no pressure on you. I have not done it in a while. That's all right, though. Your mind is still sharp. I hope so. If not, twist me around. I. Bend me out of shape. You see what I'm saying, guys? She ready. How about she that? Ready. Where we at? Almost. I'm ready. Almost Stop. First about to start leaking again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, yeah, you. We gotta take a break again. <laughs> we gotta take a break. I gotta change my breast pads. All right, we gonna take a break so Kate can change her my breast pads. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we're or I should find the, the baby. Where's Dakota? Come on, bro. Time to go. I know. He's looking for him. We'll see y'all in a little bit. <laughs> we'll be back after we pay some bills. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought so. And get this, Nier, yes, Nier, the OG that I used for years, has now leveled up. And they have these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. My personal favorite, coconut oil and vitamin E because it's gentle on my skin. And down to the body cream, rich cocoa butter and vitamin E body cream, which is a modern take on indulgent and classic femininity. Okay? It works in as little as three minutes. No nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. 
have a me time moment with Nier, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nier body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. There's power in every purchase because every time we buy a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. And y'all know I love my lip bar products. That's just one to name a few. There is a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. Show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. That's right, y'all. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. That's right. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we back. We back. You want to go first? Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's dive into these listener letters for this week. Um, shout out to y'all for constantly writing into us. We love it. Um, Triple gets a kick out of reading y'all stories and picking them. So, hey guys, love y'all. We love you back. Mm-hmm. Me and my fiance just had a baby in May. He will be seven months next month. How congrats. am I? <laughs> yes, congrats to that. Um, how am I able to get my sexy back if my spouse's hygiene is not up to standards anymore <laughs> and he wants head, etc., but is not properly clean and smells like sweat? How do I have this conversation? How dare you, bro? Like, come on, man. That's the least you can do is manscape, wash up, get rid of the potential schmegma that might be existing in that space. Like, so 
Come here's, on, bro. Here's the thing, bro. <laughs> the truth. Come on. It's the truth. We we as men gotta hold <laughs> ourselves accountable, right? We gotta hold ourselves accountable, right? All right. You a lot of men. I want a chick that got a small waist, fat ass, hair on point, lashes and shit. Niggas gotta take care of themselves, bro. We in our in our group, in our like men's group, we be clowning our boys who be getting out of shape and not taking care of themselves. Because it's irresponsible and it's unfair for you to expect your wife or your girl to continue to look at you like you did when y'all was together, when you was in your prime chasing hoes. Mm-hmm. But now you got a girl and you looking like Santa. <laughs> like, like even Santa? even Mrs. Claus was like, yo, Saint like, Nick, go wash your balls. Go wa- don't don't go out and be delivering <laughs> gifts all night and then you wanna come back on the twenty sixth trying to get the, the It's ball cold ball. outside, but you still sweaty. Right. How about you know that? What I'm like Miss Claus was like, yo, go wash your ass. But <laughs> nah, gentlemen, 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 bro. We have to do a better job as well of taking care of ourselves to make sure that we're constantly desirable yes. to our partner. And bro. there's nothing more undesirable than like sweaty balls or you would even kind of try to play yourself the other day, which is like, I ain't, I ain't really playing sweat. Myself, He's like, I ain't really sweat. <laughs> I was like, bro, you got on Under Armour, like Under Armour in itself got your joint all tucked up in there for an extended period of time. So Listen, let me tell you. You didn't smell bad, but I was like, you could have used a quick little like one, two in the shower. She asked, she asked, how do I start this conversation? I'm going to tell you how to start the conversation. (laughs) So I was supposed to be working out, right? I go downstairs to work out. And while I go to work out, the kids come and talk to me. So they want to do this. They do that, blah, blah, blah. I said, you know what? I'm not going to do no cardio. I'm just going to lift weights. I'm not a sweater. So while I'm lifting weights, I get done. I come upstairs, eat some dinner. Me and Kate talking. We watching some videos. And she just like, yo, baby, what's up? Let me try to, you know, knock you off right. I'm like, bet. So I'm just like, let's go. And she like, <laughs> nigga, you still got workout clothes on. <laughs> yes. I was like, yeah, but I ain't, I ain't sweat. So then she was just like, you don't try to play yourself, son. Go get in the shower, son, and come out. So I was like, damn. You just make like it, that. You make, it seem like, you make it seem like I was playing full court basketball, right? So then I'm like, fuck it. I want this. So I'm, I ran. I go get in the shower. She come up behind me, and she, she look at me, right? Then she just put her hand out, right? And she like juggle my balls. And she just like, like you're not bad, but I got to be down there with my Yeah, mouth, nah, right? son. You can use a little one-two. A if, little one-two. If that's your husband, bro, <laughs> have the conversation with him. If that's like, your husband, Yo. sis. Yeah, that's Tell your husband, him. sis. Like, yo, tell him, like, y'all, y'all supposed to be best friends, life partners. If you can't be honest, if you cannot be honest with the dude that you about to put his genitals in your mouth, then are y'all really that close? That's a, that You know part. what I'm saying? Like, that's the You truth. know how many times I done jammed my freaking armpit under this nigga nose to be like, hey, do you smell anything? Smell? Yeah, all the time. Just in case? Because all you just time. never know. And she, act like, we, we check, when it comes to hygiene and just being healthy, we check each other. Yes. When Kadeen used to feel like, I don't know, something may be going on down there. Can you check down there? All right. Boom. Open it up. Mm-hmm. I'm in there like. <laughs> Vex. What's up? Let's see if you need something. I don't know. You may need to go see the doctor because I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it right is. Down here. You know what I'm saying? Like we do that for each other mm-hmm. because it, that that's mine and right. I'm hers. Right. And you have to be able to have these conversations with each other, especially when it comes to that area. Because here's another because thing, what's yours is mine and what's mine is ours <laughs> at that me. point. So we got to make sure whatever I got, you got and vice versa. And if your hygiene ain't on point, you can give your, your wife an infection. Yes. Talk about that. Yo, like seriously. Talk like, about that. Because we had this conversation with uh, about circumcision. Mm-hmm. And 
some people I know there's a big anti circumcision thing, mm-hmm. but speaking to a lot of women and speak if if you are not shaving down there because mm-hmm. your hair holds fungus, mm-hmm. sweat, and then bacteria, you go to have se- bacteria, and you go to have sex with a woman, and then she can she's open down there all the time. Mm-hmm. Like we have to just start thinking about right, and then you want to tell woman. somebody that this lady stinks right. or whatever that's you, what, that's you must have gave us the bv and sometimes it's not bv even, and sometimes it's not even uh like an std but if you're not sanitary mm-hmm. and you're constantly shoving your stuff inside of a woman she's gonna have issues bro that's a fact there was a whole thread on instagram did you see that one time it was going around about what how men should be grooming down there to be in order to be i've seen it <laughs> and i've seen dudes i've seen some dudes talking about something so i'm a man i don't shave da, da, da. i'm like bro it's it's not mm. it's not metro too metrosexual or gay to take care of your genitals bro facts like like i like this whole idea that you less of a man or you don't like women if you take care of your genitals is the stupidest thing i ever heard in my life bro i agree and i i'm you talk i'm a i am a man i love women but i shave i keep my joint low consistently to make sure that my wife don't have no issues because i like to have sex you know what I'm saying? Like that's just, that's just what it is. And like, it's appreciated. And and the thing is, we don't even have these, to be honest, we don't really have these conversations. Mm-mm. Like my, my pops mm-hmm. never talked to me about grooming. It mm-hmm. just was nothing that, you know, and I don't know, I never asked him if he grooms. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you, you learn things as you get older, but these are conversations we need to have in our community so it's not considered taboo. Taboo, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And then also we can protect our women and their reproductive organs. Right. One less trip to the... GYN, yeah, or urgent care, and these are things that you learn. So. These are the things you learn. For example, I learned, um, even how I shave, mm-hmm. because for example, remember I used to shave with the trimmer, mm-hmm. which used to make my hair super coarse and shoot up. Mm-hmm. We would have sex, then you would chafe, mm-hmm. and then in chafing, it would cause an irritation, which could was leaving leading to bacterial infections. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, it's it's the way I'm shaving, yeah, that's an issue, or the length that I'm shaving is causing an issue. Mm-hmm. Well, my girlfriend at the Such time. Such a learning we process, college. yeah. And I was nineteen, you know. I didn't, I didn't know better, but I was using the wrong products, even shaving and then using different creams down there afterwards. And mm-hmm. then we would have sex and realizing that dang, those creams I use on there after I shave and then go to have sex go inside of my wife right. or my girlfriend, and now mm-hmm. she has a problem. So mm-hmm. it's okay to have those conversations, especially if you're going to be that close. Yes, please just just say it, sis. Say it, cause I I feel you. Nobody wants to. <laughs> Be down there, ain't no smelly crotch. Yeah, and it's the same thing, gentlemen. If your if your wife ain't keeping her hygiene up, right? Say, baby, you see something, say something. <laughs> see <laughs> see something, something, say something. Smell something, say something. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me say first. I love y'all. We love so you much too. love today. Thank and you. Thank you for always being so transparent with your listeners. Okay, so my husband and I have been married for almost ten years. I try to be my husband's biggest support system, best friend. And just as everything recently have not been in the mood. We have three kids all under the age of seven. We both work full time and I cook every day. I can't tell you the last time we had date night. We don't have uh, we don't have family that we can depend on to help us with our kids. I recently tried your idea for the closet. but <laughs> We have an area in our basement. So, uh, oh, but we have an area in our basement. So I went downstairs and sent him a text message. I waited so long that I fell asleep. I woke up and went to bed. I was so upset that I ended up laughing at myself for even trying. We used to be so much fun, but we are now an old married couple. I don't want to be. Please give me some advice. Uh, what happened? You didn't check the text message? I want to know. I want to know from him. Like, maybe he fell asleep. Right. 
maybe because they're that old married couple that just falls asleep now. Or maybe he only gets texts from her when she wants something. So when he ignored she said, it. Come to the basement. He was like, <laughs> fuck that. He was like, <laughs> she gonna have me assemble something. <laughs> she gonna have me taking out trash. Right. <laughs> I'm not coming. I to- wonder what the you should have sent a picture with the text message, sis. That's when you See? gotta get dressed up. You gotta get cute. You gotta take the little back angle from down low so the booty's all popping. And that's when you <laughs> send him the message to come downstairs. He'd be prepared and he would make haste. And come down. <laughs> Make haste. Make haste and come down. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, this goes back to what we said earlier. She tried one time and now she's over it. Right. That's not how it works. No. Consistency, baby. Consi- intimacy is about consistency. Mm-hmm. It's not something you do one time because that one, we went through that too, mm-hmm. where it was like Kadena tried to be sexual and I was not expecting it at all. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. And then she was like, I was trying something new. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even, you know. You didn't even respond the way I wanted I need you to respond. To, over the course of like our entire podcast seasons, <laughs> the different voices that Deval has for me, okay? I'll be sounding like a wounded goat. I'll be sounding like, I don't know what this was just now. Okay, that's how you be sounding. You, you be like, I just try it one time. And, it, and when I try to do this for you, then you didn't respond. So I'm like, why should I even do that anymore? But you're right, though. Because sometimes you feel like your efforts, if your efforts falling on deaf ears or on a limp dick. Then you're like, what? What? The, what was the whole point of that? You see that? what I'm saying? Yeah, and you, it's like a, a shot to your ego. So I can understand how she may feel in that moment. Like, damn, like I was trying something, and right. here we are. But and at look, least you, tr- you, she's trying though, which is a trying. good thing. But but she she tried. She's not trying. <laughs> oh, she, true. If she continued to try. That Facts. would be trying. Try. <laughs> but you know, and it takes time for you to break that like that that mental uh, cover that you have on yourself because mm-hmm. when you was trying different things. I was blocking it mm-hmm. because in my mind, I was like, she's not going to keep this up. So I'm not even going to actively get used to this. Right. Or get and excited. Then, or get excited. And then my thing was in that moment, why are you even like thinking about that? Like, can't you just enjoy the moment in the moment that it is? Like, here is the present. Be present in this moment and stop thinking about what happened before or what's going to happen in the future and just be existing in that moment. Because it's easier said than done. It's easy to say, just mm-hmm. receive this in this moment mm-hmm. and don't think about it. A lot of times you can't control where your mind goes. Right. Like, I don't expect you to put on a leotard and he a leotard and heels when I ask you to put on a nurse's outfit and a wig and my mind to be like, well, she didn't put on what I asked. I expect to be excited. But then when I don't see what I asked, you know what I'm saying? And that's Oh, is happened. that the time you talked about my dusty leotard? <laughs> If I had the nerve to call my guitar, my little bodysuit dusty, Sorry. it was not dusty, y'all. Listen, it was cute. I, we it was savage a, expensive. We were in the funk. I had asked for something in particular. When you asked me exactly what I wanted, I told you exactly what I wanted. You gave me what you wanted. <laughs> and on a normal day- I just thought it was cute. See, and on a normal day, I'd be fine. But when you ask me what I want and I'm expecting And you're that, specific. Then my mind is going to like, what is this? Facts. And then you just trying to get me going and you're like, okay, what's going on? And yeah. I'm just like, bro. You were supposed to be a nurse. Yeah. My bad. Baby, keep trying. Keep 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 it going, girl. Keep trying. Yeah, keep going. And then, you know, creative ways to get date night. Like we've done date night in yeah. the car if we couldn't get away from the kids in the garage, like little things like that. Yeah, I think the consistency part is what um, you're going to have to work through. So 
But she she has the interest, I should say. Not that she was yes, trying, absolutely. but the interest she is interest, there. She don't want to be so old she doesn't want to be. Like, we've said that so many times. We're like, we don't want to be our old married couple. We don't want to be our parents. We don't want to be other couples that we've seen. What is the worst sex that I like? That I that I that I hate. What is the worst? Oh, sex? like rolling over in bed and just being like, oh. Yo, there was a point in our marriage Monday. where Kadeen <laughs> and I would be laying on the bed, shoulder to shoulder, and then she would just roll over and be like, <laughs> and I'd be like, yo, don't touch my dick. Just don't touch my dick. And she's like, what? What do you mean? Because it would like, be that time when I knew I was like dead tired, but I'm like, damn, it's going to go going on day two, day three. Shit. If I don't do something now, but then I like throw my hand over there. He'd throw it back. <laughs> I throw that shit right back. Like, nah. I was just that. like, well, I'm damn. Good. I'm good on all that. No, damn. Well, listen, Mom, Mabel. Now we know old what time granny it is. sex. <laughs> don't, don't nobody want no damn granny sex. If you'd like to be featured as one of our listener letters, y'all, um, keep emailing us at deadassadvice at gmail.com. Yes, that's D-E-A-D-A-S-S-A-D-V-I-C at gmail.com. All right, moment of truth time. Um, My moment of truth, man, is I just hope every relationship learns how to have not dead ass, but live ass. Because <laughs> that ass be live right now. And understand that yes. intimacy needs consistency. Yes. You don't, you don't just, oh, I want to get intimacy back. If you get to the point where it's like, oh, how do I get intimacy back? That means that you were consistent at letting intimacy go, mm. which is messed up. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So get it back. Keep yes. it rolling. Keep that intimacy going through everything. Highs and lows, mm-hmm. ups and downs, changes in life. Just continue to be intimate your whole relationship and you'll never have to worry about getting it back. Be deliberate about it. That's so good. That I feel like that was everything. It's off the top, That was baby. all the things. You said I was a genius. Yeah. I was going to say consistency too, but also um, I think we should be recognizing when your partner is putting in effort to know that, okay, he's putting in some effort. So that's going to jumpstart something in me to then reciprocate that effort. I think that's probably the sexiest thing about thinking about intimacy and the continuation of it. Or if in your case, having to rekindle it is knowing that it's kind of like a ping pong match, you know? Um, And if I look at it that way, now that you've pretty much broken down to me, your strategy while I was pregnant, I feel like it's something that will be worth taking on through the rest of our marriage since we've mm-hmm. had moments in the past where we've had our dry patches and we've mm-hmm. had our obstacles with it if we look at it to continue to just be a bouncing back and forth thing i think it'll work for us well post pregnancy also i'm glad you said the bouncing back and forth thing because i did also realize in, in, in listening to you talk just now also recognizing who has the higher sex drive mm-hmm in the relationship and realizing that if you're a person with a higher sex drive, mm-hmm. it's okay to put in more effort mm-hmm. in that part of your marriage because that's what you require. Right. As opposed that's what you want. To, as opposed to saying, well, my partner needs to meet me and do exactly what mm-hmm. I do. Because or figure it fair. out. Right. That's, that's just not fair. Mm-hmm. Because like I told my homeboy, if I was single, I would be putting a ton of energy into getting some ass. Mm-hmm. So if I'm putting all that energy, mm-hmm. I should put the same energy into getting it from my wife mm-hmm. or making her feel special enough that we can share it right. as opposed to saying, well, now we married, so you need to make sure that I'm getting it as much as I need it. That's selfish. And that's mm. not being of service mm. to your partner. So yes. if you recognize that you have, and sometimes it's not a husband. Mm-hmm. We've listened, we've had women, women write in yes. and say, yo, my sex drive is higher than I my I know some women, yeah. And what's up? If your sex drive is higher than your husband, that energy you would put in getting some dick, if you was a single woman, put that energy and they're getting your husband to be into you mm-hmm. as opposed to saying, well, he need to take care of it. Right. That's just not fair. Right. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. All right, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I think it was pretty, pretty cool. Pretty fun. I had a good time. Um, I did too. 
And be sure to find us, y'all, on social media. Dead as the podcast. You can find me at Kadeen. I am. And I am Deval. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. That part. Dead ass. Live, live ass. ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass is a production of iHeartMedia Podcast Network and is produced by Denora Pena and Tribble. Follow the podcast on social media at Dead Ass the Podcast and never miss a thing. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. One at Flatiron Plaza in New York City and one at Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's a perfect time to try, like, and share black-led products. It's free for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it.